Omaha Talkers. Welcome to episode 12 of Omaha Talks. We're going to do a little shorty with our friend, Nick Barnett. I am your co-host, Parker Steele, in the house with co-host... Brandon Herbal. And uh, this is our guest, Nick Barnett. Say what's up, Nick. How's it going, everyone? So today, uh, we're here to talk about whatever the hell we want to. And uh, we've been hanging out for a little bit, and uh, we were talking about stuff... We were talking about going to the gym, and this kind of piggybacks off of our last episode. We're not turning into a gym This is not a gym podcast, but it is a reoccurring theme right now. (laughs) But out of our conversations, there's something that uh, we didn't talk about, and I want to talk about it right now, real quick. Sure. Real quick. And then we should change subjects drastically. We'll talk about Grand Island. No, we're not going to talk uh, about Grand Island. That, that theme <laughs> needs to be not yet, stricken. Not yet, yeah, not yet. It'll probably pop up I was in gonna say, it's, it's, it's great to be on Grand Island Talks. Right, so. right. Oh, man, that's the second person that said that. <laughs> Damn it. Sorry. Um, okay. Uh, I don't want to shame anybody or, or make anybody feel weird, but naked old men in the locker room. Dude, yeah. I, yeah, it's so... So strange to me. Well, and not I'm even not, old men. It's yeah, like so baby even, boomer plus. I'm naked. Let's have a conversation about that. Football. I think that's yeah. the biggest thing is like, I don't care about like naked. You know, you're in the gym, you're going to shower or what have you. Like, do your thing. Yeah. But then they will seri- like, seriously just sit there and hang like, out. Have a conversation about what they're watching on Netflix, what they saw in the news today. They literally just like, just yeah. don't care. Just go into it. Um, you experience this, Nick? I have definitely run into this. I'm uh, heavily tattooed, though, and when I used to go to the gym and shower at the gym, at least, um, I still go to the gym, but I don't shower at the gym anymore, and when I would, yeah, I would catch conversations, and people would just roll up on me out of nowhere, and I'd turn, and they'd just be naked. Yeah. They'd just be like, hey, I really love your color, blah, 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 and it's like... Great, that's cool. Can we just not have this conversation here? Like, it's like urinal talking, you know? Just yeah. Like, there are certain things that I it's just It's exactly broke. like urinal talking. Like, maybe we could just take care of this. I'll see you afterwards, you know? And we can have a talk, like, to human beings. Um, I've dealt with the urinal talk, but it was always at, like, places of where I worked. Mm. So then I worked with the people. And it's just like... You know, can we not? Yeah. Can we just talk, not talk while we're going to the bathroom? Yeah, man. I, um... This is something that I've always thought was kind of strangely interesting. And I guess it's just kind of like a sign of the times. Like, these are guys that probably grew up in high school where you would shower and, like, you know, it wasn't yeah, like a thing. a normal thing. And it's not, it like, I, I wouldn't say that it's like I'm totally comfortable or uncomfortable with my body, <laughs> but I don't want to talk to you naked. Yeah, have some yeah. fucking modesty. Yeah, yeah, have some modesty and maybe, you know, like, if I'm sitting on the bench and you're put hanging your shit up in the locker and you're completely naked, it's like, I'm eye level with your business, bro. Like, let's not. We don't need to. Put a towel on and then we can talk about Whatever it is. Yeah. You know, next time that happens to you, just make them feel real uncomfortable and just talk to their penis. Just like, <laughs> just straight up stare at it and just have a conversation with well, it. Well, it hasn't happened to me for a long time because I, like you, I don't shower at the gym anymore. <laughs> um, it used to be just a thing of convenience. Like, it was on mm-hmm. my way to work or whatever, so I'd be in there doing stuff. But I just always think that's so funny um, or peculiar, maybe, is the right word, that... Uh, you know, guys of a certain age set. And, you know, it's even, like, and now I'll see it in passing. So, like, I'm going into the restroom or locker room, whatever you want to call it. 
take a leak before I start things out. <laughs> and occasionally I'll see, you know, that 50 pluser carrying on. Oh, can you believe this? And he's just completely naked, wiping his armpit with a towel. And there's like a millennial, like, like, got, like all but covering his face with his hands. You know what I mean? Like, they got like blow dryers in our gym. I mean, there's like blow yeah. their hair, just no like, towels, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like just chilling. You know what I think is gross? Is when guys are like shaving and brushing their teeth at the gym. It's like, you know, this is like a. You haven't uh, seen this yet? I have not. Thank oh. God. Oh my no, God. Yeah. It's a thing. It's a giant petri dish yes, of absolutely. bacteria and MRSA or whatever. And that's the thing. Too, and you're just like, like hanging out, cutting yourself. You know what I mean? Putting things in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? I can wait the 10 minutes it takes me to get <laughs> yeah, home. Yeah. I don't care how bad I smell or how sweaty I am. It's fine. I can wait. The, the and most of minutes. these guys, I would assume, are going to an office. So it's like, why don't you duck in the office? You know? Like, or whatever. Anyway. Yeah. That's enough gym talk. Uh, By the way, before we, before we avoid the gym talk, <laughs> okay, I'll say that ahead. that is the greatest part about having headphones is is gym talk. Yes. Avoiding gym talk. Yes. So much to the point where, like, when I have my headphones in and people will, like, Try and talk to me. I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, don't right. you see there's a barrier here? Right. And even if I'm not listening to my headphones, I leave them in until I'm out of the gym just so I don't have to have a conversation with a someone. A barrier. That is the perfect term. Um, I even utilize that in my everyday life. Uh, grocery store, running errands, you know, you're out and about, maybe even the, the post office. Like, I have headphones in. Mm-hmm. And then... You gotta gauge your response. That's just a good like life. Yeah, just have headphones with you at all times. Absolutely. Like, I don't want to talk to anyone. I don't want to. Sh- yeah, so, and, 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 and new AirPods commercial. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. If you're listening, Apple, um, <laughs> leave me the fuck alone. But yeah, exactly. It's a, you know I'm not I don't shy away from human contact or or even um, you know saying thank you or, mm-hmm. or plea or any any of those social nuances. But like. I don't want to. I don't want to talk to you about how cold it is outside while we wait in line together. And that's like, the thing. That's the the locker talk too. It's always just like most pointless, very menial. Yeah, just mean, yeah, like what you watch on Netflix. Like I don't care. The nice thing about a locker talk though is that you can totally get out of it by just like basically you can just be like I don't I don't know anything about football. Like I don't I don't watch sports. Yep. You know, it's it's not it's, a sports guy. It's but the then, same way you get rid of bums. Like sorry dude, plastic only. You know, yeah, it's like dude, sorry no football. That's you know, I I was talking to uh my wife uh, a couple years ago. We went on vacation and we were in a metropolitan city staying in a hotel that just so happened to be surrounded by vagrants at the end of the night and we went out, we had drinks. And uh, she's not somebody that's dealt with that kind of situation. I'm like, oh, it's easy. Walk with a purpose. Walk with a purpose. Mm-hmm. Look like you're late somewhere and you're pissed off about it. it it's like it's like bear spray. <laughs> it's like it's like uh, it's like a, a citronella candle. You just keep going. Walk with a purpose. Yep. We just had a fight. Do not, please. Today is not the day. Yeah. But really, we're just going to get a piece of cake or something. Also, you know what I mean? the truth of the matter is, I never carry cash. Like, I I probably had cash on me, like, three times in the last, like, five years. Like, I just yeah. never carry cash, ever. So, even if a homeless person did hit me up, I wouldn't have anything to give me anyways. The aggressive you take walk- square? You take, like, 
PayPal or something? <laughs> like, Wouldn't it be funny if yeah. they did? Yeah, yeah well, eventually. Oh my god. The aggressive walk doesn't always work, though. I remember uh, when I was in high school, I would uh, go down to Stage Right. There was this little coffee shop next to the Orpheum, and that was like my my usual study spot. And uh, this dude rolled up on me from across the street, and you can just kind of tell oh, what's yeah. going on, you know. And you're sure. just like. And I was just, like, a chemistry major at the time, so I had, like, 17 giant books and just, like, hauling this big-ass backpack well, up I'm the street. I'm going to study my yeah. chemistry. And I, was, and I was just, it was just, like, I'd been studying all day, and I was just not in the mood, and I was just, like, hauling ass up the street. And this dude, sure, just, like, beelines across the street and, like, makes his way in front of me. And, you know, I just, I'm in from Denver and bus ticket and blah, 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 and I was just like, no, man, I'm good. And then he just, like, stepped in front of me and was just like, Come on, man! And just like tried to push it, and I sure. was ju- I just had it, and I was just like, "All right, dude, I'm gonna do one of two things for you. I'm gonna tell you no, and you're gonna walk away, or I'm gonna feed you your fucking teeth." And he was just like, "Uh, thanks, man," and just like rolled off. And I was just like so mad about it that I was just like, "Fuck that guy," you know. And I just like walked up to my car, and in hindsight, I look back and I was just like, "I was a high school kid." Like, yeah, yeah, right. Just like, like pummeled me and like yeah, bit my finger off. You could have easily. You know? yeah. Also, you had 17 books in your backpack. You could just like hit him over. The head with the no, the my balance was no. so off. If he'd have just like lightly grazed me, I probably would have went down. I hard. had a similar experience when I was a kid. I, I was like twenty, and I was uh, in downtown Omaha, and I got into a car wreck. There, the traffic lights were out, and it was just this freak thing where I got into a car wreck. It was mutually exclusive fault, you know, um, or mutual fault, mutual fault, and. Uh, there was a homeless guy that saw the whole thing happen. I assume. Because he was there. I fill out the police report. Everything gets done. My car is totaled. The fact that I got out of this thing, like, alive and unscathed yeah. was pretty amazing. And and same with the other guy. So, I, I, I get done with it, and I'm just like, well, I'm going to walk to work. Because I can't go home. Like, my nerves were rocked. I'm like, I got to just go to work and shake this off or whatever. My car's done. And this dude approaches me. He's just like, oh, man, I can't believe you're okay. I saw that whole thing. That was brutal. And I was like, yeah, holy shit. And he was just like, man, I'm just glad you're okay. And I was like, he's fucking doing it. Yeah. He's fucking doing it right now. Yeah. And he's just like, man, well, you know, I just ran out of gas a couple hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> I got this could, gas Could, can, could you help me yeah, out with yeah. a buck? And I was like, like oh, you, look at this car payment I got. Did you just watch me get in this near fatal head on. It was a, it was a, well, it wasn't head on. It was like side to side, but still, it was bad. And you're going to ask me for money? And he was just like, yeah. I am. Can I have a dollar? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, um, I actually gave him one. I gave him one. And I blamed that on the concussion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because I never would have done that in any, but it was just like, oh my god, maybe maybe I was like in my twenty year old head, I was just like, maybe this is paying for something that I did in a past life to deserve this car accident because it wasn't good, right. it was terrible. I have a car wreck story. So in high school, um, I was sixteen, like fresh sixteen, like probably driving you were for sweet like, sixteen. Yeah, I was probably driving for maybe three weeks you know at the time like just totally just new to to drive and we went to sonic in grand island there it is there it is, yep. there it is. i was about to be like where were you going to high school um, i was gonna let it go we were at sonic and we all bought route 44 cherry limeades like the big ass cups that like sonic was fit. a big deal they didn't fit in cup holders 
And uh, <laughs> my fr- friend Reed had a Route 44 and he like sat it down, but didn't put it in the cup holder area, just kind of sat it down. And we like took the turn because, you know, Sonics are always like kind of like the U shape, you know, like the drive through situation. And as I turned, his Route 44 spilled all <laughs> over me. And I was like, ah, and like turned into a car that was parked and like hit the car. And it hit the car so hard that it actually like bounced the car off the curb and cracked the windshield. Oh. It was like a Lexus, too. And I'm just oh. like, I was like, this hand me down car that was this, you know, whatever. Um, crazy story, and I don't really know like the full length of what her deal was, but uh, the cops told us that she was a gypsy, the car was stolen, and that we actually... Who like, uses the word gypsy in the 21st century? And, 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 and that's what they said. Was she from Romania? I don't know, but that's what, they, that's what they said. They're like, she's yeah, a she's a like a, a, a gypsy, and this car is stolen, and you actually, like, helped us find her, and, like, I don't know the whole details. My mom would have a better, like, description of everything that happened. Basically, it came down to it. I didn't have to pay a single dime for her car. Anything. That's pretty yeah. good. I know. So As you were told, those stories try to hit gypsies. Yeah, hit gypsies. Yeah, 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 yeah. You see a gypsy. Hit uh, car. My ancestors were gypsies. Really? I don't know. No, I don't know. There's rumors. Um, but uh, and maybe maybe gypsies is a bad term, but that's what the cops said. So that that story reminded me of something when we were kids. Brandon and I went to the same show in separate parties. Dude, glass. Yeah. Out. Dude, so there's a, that's a crazy story too. Honestly. Yeah. Nick's gonna have to sit back and just listen to it. But um, you're talking about the, cop, the cops slid down. Okay, okay, so we go to the same show. You you got a car full of people. We had a car full of people. Yeah. And we go to the Ranch Bowl to go see. Uh, it, it was, was Glassjaw and Hatebreed. And Hatebreed. Oh Jesus yeah, Christ! I, yeah. That was terrible. Don't, yeah, okay. We don't it's a different that. story. Yeah. So, uh, oh, and I didn't really even know. It was a know. school night, too. It was like a. Not Wednesday. for me. Oh, really? Not for me, because I, I was in the class ahead of you. Same age, but yeah. I, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it was not a school night for yeah. me. But I didn't know Glassjaw's music. I was just along for the ride. <laughs> was in the front row of the show. And at one point, he put the mic in my face. Maybe he noticed What's so you didn't know what was going on. I had no idea. And I was just like, bah! no idea. Anyway, so we're driving home and, and somebody in your camp called us. Your car broke down. So we stopped because it was raining. I think it was like raining so hard that we Dude, had, it was pouring like, fucking rain. It was raining like, so hard that dogs. you couldn't see like you're on the interstate and you know there's nothing to block it. So it was just like raining like crazy. So we stopped. But we left our car running oh. uh, just to keep the air conditioning on and <laughs> the radio and everything. Like we didn't think. Much further than and that. And killed your battery. And killed the battery. But we weren't stopped for, like, longer than maybe five or ten minutes. It wasn't crazy. But either way, my car died. The cops pull over to, like, help us and jump the car. And we show up yeah. in our car to help you out. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. You know, look at your car. And so, say my car <laughs> is, like, in front and the cop car, like, pulls up behind. Instead of, like, pulling back on the interstate, which, you know, it's probably maybe not a good idea to, like, go onto the interstate just to pull back in front so they could jump our car. He, he goes the on ditch. the other side, and it was so muddy and so rainy that the cop car slides down into the ditch. And just sinks. And oh, sinks. No. Like, but, like, a deep ditch. Like into, a like, two feet of water. And he gets... But, like, cop, ten feet. I mean, it was, like... Dude, it was deep. big. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, uh, it was like, up to his, uh... It was up to his driver's side window. 
And he get. I'll never forget this, man. Man, we've never talked about no, this. No, no. He gets on his intercom and he's like, hey, kids, uh, could I get a little help pushing this car out? We're like, no. No. <laughs> like, like what, what am I wearing? Swimming trunks? I don't have scuba gear on here. Like, I'm not going I would call there. a tow company on my Nokia phone. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, no, that's exactly what we had. Like a shitty like Nokia like brick phone that like bomb proof. And, right? and, yeah. and everybody, I remember, oh man. Yeah, I don't even, so honestly, it's been so long. I don't remember what happened. I know that we ended up getting our, you, I think you guys did end up jumping our car, and we ended up leaving and going back to Lincoln. I just yeah. know that the cop kind of got left there in the ditch. But yeah, he so, got, yeah. So strange. Oh, I don't so know. strange. But yeah. Okay, anyway. Nick, what'd you do today? Uh, I actually worked from home. I, uh, I worked on some website stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. Nothing too crazy, honestly. Nothing too crazy. Day. You listen to some good music? Yeah, I've, uh... Do you listen to music when you work from home? I do, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm fortunate enough to be able to kind of listen to music all day. So I kind of uh, listen to podcasts at the gym and then kind of listen to music while I'm working. Right. I can kind of tune out. But, uh, yeah, I've been listening to, let's see what I've been listening to lately, uh, Nick Waterhouse. Um, kind of like soul, bluesy kind of stuff. Like, uh, it's pretty good. Um, kind of throwback R&B. Um, okay. Yeah, that's good. I so you can, you can listen to music with lyrics while you're working. I can, yeah. I mean, I, I, I code all day, but I can generally kind of listen to that stuff. I listen to a lot of, like, ambient post-rock. That stuff really kind of helps me code. Shoegazy. Yeah, shit. yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Podcast you cannot listen to no, while you're coding because no, you're, like, you really typing can't. and you're like, oh, I'm going to type what they're saying at the same oh, time. And yeah, it just, I can't. Like, fucks you up. <clears throat> Especially, like, any kind of intense podcast. Well, any podcast, but anything intense such as this one. Uh, you can't, I can't do anything but focus on that. And even, even like, uh, doing gym stuff or whatever, like sometimes then I'm just like, ah, I try to listen to podcasts while I'm at the gym, but, uh, it doesn't give you the same like momentum if you're listening to something like super rad and like just kind of gets you jazzed and you can get more into the zone. Right. Podcasts, it's just like, you know, I don't know, level set. Yeah, I listen to a lot of like hardcore music when I'm, when I'm doing cardio and I'll listen to something lighter when I'm, when I'm lifting, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I used to pretty much like solely listen to just like hardcore and punk rock and uh, I branched out a lot now and I'll listen to pretty much anything that's not disco or new country anymore yeah so I'll, I'm kind of all over the place no disco I'm not a big disco fan no Never no Bee Gees mm-hmm. no ABBA no no uh, Scissor Sisters not my thing it's yeah never really has been I mean yeah. I don't, and country like <clears throat> the new country stuff is just it just well it's not country it doesn't feel like it you mm-hmm. know like but it hasn't been for a long time. I know, but like, when did that happen? Because I don't listen to it enough to actually know that. And I was at like the dentist's office the other day, and I got those TVs up there, and they were listening. To, they had CMT on, and I was just like, "What?" I mean, they were wearing like bedazzled jeans and like mm. ball caps and like muscle shirts, and I'm like, "The bedazzled the fuck are these jeans, dudes. Yeah, the bedazzled jeans. It was like true religion jeans. Why, why is that a thing it's still?" So. Odd when you see the jeans with a bedazzled cross on the ass. Yeah, each cheek has a cross, like me. Two of- reasons, and, and we don't want to get crazy here, but it looks super uncomfortable. You have to sit down on that, like a bunch of like little beads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just yeah. stabbing into your ass. Yeah. And second reason, it seems a little counterintuitive to the whole ideology. <laughs> you know, just 
It seems a little odd. Like being a, being a man's cow, you know, like a man's man, a cowboy. Like, well, I mean, there's that, and also just sitting on a the symbol of what it represents, or, or or the ideology that it represents, and now you're sitting on it, and it's stabbing you in the. Well, maybe that does work. I don't know. Maybe, to be yeah. fair, as Americans, we don't really have respect for that anymore. I mean, like, look at like I think that you're not even supposed to like brandish flags in any sort of the American flag in any sort of way that's not a respectful like I'm putting my flag out to represent my country and now people are wearing bandanas and boxer shorts and like yeah, everything right, yeah. you know like it's just been bastardized like so many other things in our culture True, yeah. it's unfortunate commercialized yes bastardized and commercialized and commercialized yes. yeah absolutely yeah I uh, <clears throat> I agree with you on the country thing man like and and I know it's kind of Maybe it's trendy right now to be into, <clears throat> excuse me, old school country. But I grew up with that stuff, and I didn't like it as a kid because mm-hmm. it wasn't interesting to me. Yep, same here. I grew up, literally, my my grandma and grandpa listened to Johnny Cash. Yeah, and Willie Nelson, yeah, Will Haggard, Jerry Lee Lewis, all that stuff. Like just awesome stuff that like I didn't appreciate until. Well, you can't. Can you 20s. can you really be a six year old that's into Willie Nelson? I don't think you can. Even if even if you're like embroiled in that shit, I don't know that. It's heavy. Yeah. It's heavy right. shit. Yeah. That's like asking oh, yeah. a six-year-old to be into, uh, I'm just pulling this out of the air, Pink Floyd. Hey, Timmy, <laughs> listen to the listen to the wall. You're going to love this. Like a six-year-old is going to be like, no, nah, I'll just probably have a sandwich, you know. You just, like, you can't, this. Yeah, you just can't yeah. appreciate it that no, age. I mean, no. like when I was growing up, my dad would watch MASH reruns all the time. Mash, and, yes, I, you know, dude. like I just oh my didn't God. get it. And, oh, my God. And then I went back and like watched MASH and I was like, holy shit. It's one of the Especially best the first shows. Three seasons. The first three seasons with, with Trapper and, and so good and Henry, yeah, like they're they're the best, and I've just it's mind boggling how like you just have no idea when you're a kid and that you grow up and you can appreciate it. That is a great great example. Mash was like the so my dad worked late nights when he was around, and like seriously, like we would wait and we'd watch Mash, and I watched Mash. Countless nights, and I'm just like, this is the worst thing I could oh. ever watch ever. And then, yeah, like, I think there's a whole different appreciation for it. And, like, even, like, some of the, like, political stuff, like, the mm-hmm. the guy that was, like, cross-dressing and stuff to get out of the military. I mean, mm-hmm. it was, like, really deep stuff that you didn't even think Absolutely. about back then. Like, it just, like, had no, like, relevance. Well, and, okay, like, it's definitely generational. And I grew up without cable, so, and but I love TV shows. Like, I loved old TV shows. But I remember the fucking anxiety that I would feel when I heard... Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, damn. Yeah. And I'd sit through it and not get it, you know, but watching it as an adult. Interesting things about that show, because it is great. MASH is a fantastic show. Um, and, and I read this a long time ago, but uh, they did try to infuse, because it was comedic, you know, it had some yucks. But, um, uh, God, I can't remember the name of the guy that created and directed it, two different guys. But anyway... There was never a la- that that was a show with a laugh track, but they never used the laugh track in the operating room. So they used it on every other scene. But if you ever watch any of those episodes when like Hawkeye's cracking jokes and yucking it up, there's never a laugh track, and that was intentional because they were like we didn't we wanted to express some of the heaviness of the Korean War, you know. And boy, did it get heavy too. It I mean, did get yeah, heavy, man. I mean, there were doctors, good, yeah. you know, like. Ah, 
The whole concept of the show is yeah, super deep. Fantastic. Like, yeah. And a uh, little more trivia. <laughs> it was uh, Alan Alda's birthday. I think the day before yesterday. So oh, happy birthday, Alan Alda! If, if you're, you're listening, listening. yeah, if you're, no <laughs> we love you. You're fantastic, dude. Bill Hader's impersonation of Alan Alda. Did you guys ever see that shit? I don't think I had. It was like Saturday Night Live ten years ago. Holy shit! So funny. Check it out. God, if we had a tech guy right now, I'd tell him to bring it up because it it's oh, it's amazing. Um, the, what, have you seen ahead. that show on IFC called Documentary Now? With Bill Hader. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's the. Did you see the Grey Gardens one? No. It, it, dude, uh, clips, but not the entire episode. It's funny amazing. as hell. It's so good. And if you know anything about Grey Gardens, if you don't know anything about Grey Gardens, look it up. I mean, it, it's Go a very interesting it. story. There's and don't watch it, Don't watch the, the, the fake H- HBO movie. Well, no. It's not a fake movie. It's a real movie. But the... I think it was Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. I can't remember who was in that. Yeah, but it was just like a dramatization mm-hmm. of the actual thing, which just seemed kind of like redundant. Like, watch the real Grey Gardens. It's yeah, exactly. fucking crazy. It's really crazy, but it's it's a very interesting story, and it's a, it's a really good documentary. Um, but they 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 poke fun at it, and it's it's incredible. It's What's Grey really, Gardens? Really, really funny. Okay, so great question, Brandon. Grey Gardens has to do with. They were an elite blue blood family. In the Hamptons, right? In the Hamptons that had, okay, Jackie Onassis was like a cousin or? Related somehow. I cannot remember exactly. But But they're they're an old blue blood family. Old money. Old, old American money. Kind of like the Kennedys. Mm -hmm. Like American royalty type shit. And the dad bailed on them. But they still had the house and when I say they I mean like the wife and the kids there were Mm -hmm. several kids Mm -hmm. Um, but they still had their estate but no money to keep it up so when you've got this like giant piece of land like a mansion but no money to keep this up it turns into a fucking freak show yeah and so Great Gardens was Edie Sedgwick Mm -hmm. and Mama Sedgwick yeah I can't remember her name I can't remember her name but uh, whoever Made the documentary. I want to say it was in the seventies. It was. It was. Yeah. 70s Maybe sixties. Uh, yeah. Probably seventies. Probably seventies. Yeah. Uh, they go in and just kind of interview. Uh, it's a great documentary. Like talk about guerrilla documentary. Absolutely. Way ahead of its yes. time, man. Yeah. And they go in and they just kind of like observe these two, whatever spinsters, mm-hmm. if that's an okay thing to say. Uh, but they are they're like like they're just living in this decrepit, decaying castle on the coast. You know, somewhere in like Massachusetts, no Hamptons. It's the Hamptons, yeah. And uh, and like there's raccoons taking over the house, and, like it's and and, and, and bananas. Yeah, and and Edie had alopecia, so all of her her hair was falling out. So she is actually credited with like starting all these fashion trends because she wore a scarf over her head mm-hmm. and like ha- like had pretty pretty dope fashion. Eddie Sedgwick is like Warhol, right? No, who's Eddie Sedgwick? Did she fuck with Warhol? I don't. No? I, I couldn't Eddie speak Sedgwick. to that. Why really? does that sound so familiar? I don't, you yeah, have to look it up. she may have man right. in her in her young yeah. Look at Continue yeah. It up. yeah. But anyway, so the documentary of Grey Gardens is just kind of interesting because these two old, well, mom and daughter gals, they just had, like, a really interesting take on things because they were clearly living in isolation. Isolation, totally. I mean, they were basically, like, cut off from the rest of the world. 
Yeah, um, Eddie Sedgwick was yeah like she was she, she was, was like in the, she was in the factory yeah, yeah she was like factory days. Um, God, please don't quote us on any of this homo yeah. attacks. We're just we're we're shooting darts here, but great. Great documentary. Great documentary, but then they just do like a spoof of it, basically. And it's Bill Hader, and I can't remember the other guy's name. Fred Armson. Um, yeah, Fred Armson. And they just play Edie and the mother, and it's just hilarious. Dude, it's, the two of them play the mother. Yeah, yeah, it's That's really, awesome. it's really funny. Oh, shit, I got something to talk about. Did you guys ever watch Mad Men? I know yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I started. I kind of fell off. Honestly, you fell off. Yeah, I just got a little too like chauvinist and just like I like. I understand it was like a time, like it was a study of the time and, and what was happening. Sure. And, and I do appreciate it for what it was, but there was just it kind of kind of lost maybe. me. It kind of just washed out on me. I you know, and I really like. I'm I'm kind of like a completionist when it comes to stuff. So if I kind of give up on <laughs> stuff, I'm I'm just like oh, oh man, nothing. Like yeah, you know, like it gets to the point where you're like struggling through something and you're just like trying to do everything but it. I was like on my phone and I was like reading books and I was just like, I'm not even following. Why am I investing the time anymore? Just like give up and do something. And it's one of those shows that it stretches out so long that you have to invest in like the character development. Absolutely. And it's a drama. Yeah. It's it's, a drama. Like nobody gets shot. It's not an explosion. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, I'm more seen though. I I was, dude, I swear to God, as I said that, yeah, no spoilers. Have you seen that part? No, I haven't. You didn't? No way, man. That's like uh, four We're not going to watch it. We should spoil yeah, it. Yeah, I think I think no. I beat it off around like two and a half. We so can't spoil it. We can't spoil it. We right. can't spoil it, even yeah. though it happened five years yeah, ago. No, yeah, no, I think spoiler <laughs> alert is probably, uh, probably off well, the Well, the reason now. I bring it up is because I have pushed this series on my wife for like the last three years. Like, you would love Mad Men. She loves dramas. She loves character studies, all that mm. shit. I don't want to watch that. What's it about? That's my impression of my wife. <laughs> I love you. Uh, <laughs> she's like, oh, it's about advertise an ad agency in New York, <laughs> you know, whatever. And I don't do a good job selling things to her, you know. And uh, so I finally, I'm just like, I uh, just she's on maternity leave. I'm like, watch one episode. If you don't like it, forget it. But check it out. I come home three hours later, and she's like, this show is incredible. It's so good. And she has watched nothing but Mad Men since then. We talked about when Devin was on, but like the last episode really did kind of bum me out, though. Like the end of it. See, I fell off on the last season. I th- I, I I thought the last. Did season... Did you see the last episode? No, because I thought the last Dude, season was unnecessary. It's a bummer. It was unnecessary. The last episode is supposed to like tie in the entire. It's just like. There's two great bummers when it comes to shows. When you like hit that last episode and you expect so much, right? And you just don't get it, or when they like cancel shows early. So yeah. like you don't get the final episode. This is a segue, but I'm going to segue into the show that I watched. It was on Sci-Fi, Ooh, and they ran yes. like a pilot season, and it was only like six episodes. I think they were like hour long episodes or something, but it was called Ascension, and the premise of this show. Like, I really don't want to ruin it for anybody who, who may possibly watch it, but the premise of the show was, like, what if in the 60s when they were talking about sending a, a civilization into space, what if they actually did and none of us had any idea that it actually happened? Okay. And there are people living on a giant ship out in space, and it goes, it gets a lot deeper than that and takes a turn that you won't even see, but basically, there's, like, you start watching it, there's, like, you're two episodes in, a murder happens, and you're just like, oh, okay, this is going to be like a show about a murder in space. 
And then the third episode happens and, like, flips it on its head. And you're just like, what is going on? Hmm. And by the end of the sixth episode, you're so invested and you're like, oh, my God, this is amazing what's happening. And then they, and fucking then they just killed it. And I was just, like, so bummed I feel like it's so I, good. I mean, I, I don't have cable or anything, but I've... I've noticed that like sci-fi really turns out some shows, and they just they're just kind of like it's like slide them under the radar. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. like they don't maybe they just don't. Have they ever have had the money. any big like hitters though? I mean, they, they don't have any that. I mean, I've heard they've always had great shows, but then like nothing ever really. No, like, not like I a feel like it's kind of more of a niche market, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, things like AMC. Speaking of Breaking Bad, let's talk about like. Let's talk about like I don't know top three. Let's just go top three, not even right. top five. All right, go top three. Shows, not movies, shows or miniseries that, that people should watch. Because mm-hmm. mine is... Are we talking completed or ongoing? Let's narrow it down. Mm, let's let's just say completed. Okay. Yeah. Mine, mine are all completed, yeah. so okay. you can go ahead and say, all right. say completed. All right. But these are always shows that shows or miniseries that I talk to people about, and when I, when I hear that they haven't watched them, it blows my mind. Because I feel like, <laughs> as, as like a good American, like, you should have watched this shit. This is in the zeitgeist. Yeah. What the fuck and are it, you it, doing? it has yeah. nothing to do with America, like, exactly. But it, it is just like, how did you miss the boat on this? Right. And my three are The Wire. Absolutely. Breaking Bad. Absolutely. And Band of Brothers. And when I talk to people Oof. who haven't seen any of those three... I'm just like, what? You're fucking up. Like, what are yeah. you doing? I've never seen The Wire or Band of Brothers. See, never that's seen what I'm the saying. Wire. And this motherfucker doesn't like Star Wars, so he yeah, can suck I a dick. I know. Yeah. Brandon, no. Brandon, you're striking out. Oh, I, man. Brandon and, I, Brandon and I hit on a lot of things. We've been friends for a while. We hit on a lot of things. But, Star man, Wars. the things that we do not hit on, we fucking don't hit on. And see, I've seen all three of those, and I would agree with you. I want to try and hear on I, I love all those Did shows. Did you guys ever watch Lost? I no. love Lost until Lost, what Lost. season five. But yeah, like that's no, the same there's thing. only no, there's like there's like seven? six or seven or something. Yes, about I, I season off, five. It I, I fell off on four, but up to that point, that was and that was one of the first shows in this generation of like shows that are actually like really good and like it just kind of pulls this whole story over like many seasons. Like Lost was, did a really good job of that, but well, I've said it on the podcast before. I um, it was spoiled for me. Because I, was, I wasn't really yeah. watching TV when that show was on. <laughs> I talked to a friend one night. We're having drinks at the bar, and I'm like, just just break it down. What's the deal about this show? Because he kept selling it on me, and I'm like, I'm not going to watch it, so tell me what the deal is. And he did, and I was just like, okay, never going to watch it. But, then when, but I I hear, hear, when I did hear about the ending of it, I was just like, really? Yeah, you know, like that's it. You know, so that's thing, and that's the so same thing. Is that in your running? Is in is that in your top three? Well, like, breaking yeah. breaking bad three. Breaking bad for sure. Like that's a master. Standard. That movie or that show, TV show is seriously the best show. It's it's, out it's perfect. And if you haven't watched it, I will be the first person to say that it starts slow. It like, does. That's, oh, yeah. That was kind of like my that was kind of my problem with AMC shows in general was that they were just always real like character driven a lot yeah. of development and I get it but like it would just lose me too quickly sure. and I would just the Mad Men happened that way um, Walking Dead happened that way there were just multiple shows that I was just like ah, I just couldn't get into it and everybody's like how did you not get into this and I'm just like I don't know I watched like the whole first season and everybody's like oh you, you gotta watch like 
Total started like season. yeah exactly and it's just yeah, like dude. I'm not gonna invest three I had that, seasons I had like, that problem with, with yeah, Breaking Bad so man but, like but yeah. Breaking was, Bad was that it was though hard. Like, Breaking it didn't, Bad it, it was that really, for sure it didn't really like catch me until like maybe halfway through the second season and yes. then it really ramps up when Tuco showed up yeah, and like, then it just starts building Breaking Bad and Weeds came out at the same time it was kind of same concept like parents like in a pinch, they gotta like sell drugs. Yeah. One was a com- comedy. One was like drama. I remember buying the first season of Breaking Bad on Netflix or not Netflix on uh, iTunes, and like watching it in Seattle, like when I lived up there. And then, yeah, it was the same thing where I'm like, hey, this is good, but it's slow. But yeah, once you get to like the third season, then like the other five seasons afterwards, like just constantly are just mind blowing. Like one thing after another is so crazy. But for me, top three. Breaking Bad, Mad Men, even though the, the, the finale was like a super bummer for me. And then Lost, even though I didn't finish it. That's okay. Leading up to that, when I finished, like stopped watching in like the fourth or fifth season, it like it was really good. All right, it, yeah. I'm gonna give you a fourth then because like you're talking about a show that you didn't <laughs> fucking finish. Like you got you get like we're talking about top three shows or miniseries. In yeah. all the fucking all right. time, yeah, and you mean one that you haven't watched the whole fucking thing? Yeah. Um, we'll come back to you. Know, yeah, yeah. Where are you at? I'm going to go Sopranos. Okay. Never saw it. Number one, because that... How did you feel about how that ended? Um, but I didn't like it. I thought that... Oh, man, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast, too. I thought that the last season of The Sopranos should have been... Tony gets um, charged with all these crimes. The FBI builds a case. And the last season could have been he, uh, Tony Soprano being charged in the courtroom. HBO, if you're listening to this, I will happily sell this to you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's Tony Soprano in the courtroom, and he's testifying, and they use that as a vehicle to show Tony Soprano coming up through the ranks. So the oh, FBI like has that. been following him for X amount of years, so the family for X amount of years, and they use that to do flashback stories. Yeah, that's so good. It, it goes in between, you know, uh, courtroom scenes with James motherfucking Gandolfini. Rest beast! In, rest in peace. R.I.P. Yeah. James. But, uh, you know, I thought that would have been great. I, I was just disappointed with it. Um, this show has not... So that's my number one. Absolutely, Sopranos. The Wire would definitely be my number two. So I, I but I don't want to be a repeater here. No, man, after my own heart. So uh, I, I definitely want to say I want to give another uh, nod to David Simon. Uh, I thought his miniseries Generation Kill was fantastic. Alexa- a lesser known Alexander Skarsgård was the star of that show. It's a miniseries on HBO. I loved it, but it's a double sided answer. An ongoing show that David Simon of The Wire is doing right now, The Deuce, is fucking fantastic. I've heard good things. I've it to is watch it. fantastic. If you're any, if you are interested in real New York at all, which I am, nineteen mid mid seventies New York. It's too late. I know. No, I got. I got <laughs> it's too one late, more. Brandon. I got one more, and I don't know if you guys have even seen it. It's another HBO show, but carry on. But yeah, uh, Generation Killer, The Deuce. That's that's my dual answer for number two, and number three again is an ongoing series. I don't know if it's been signed on for another season or not, but I just finished its fourth season. Peaky Blinders. 
on Netflix. Really good. Fucking fucking bitching, man. That show is so good. Dylan Murphy is incredible in it. Get out of here. Like just like the cast that they pulled in. Adrian uh, Brody in the last season. Yeah, Tom Hardy's incredible. Tom Hardy's incredible. (laughs) So good. Oh, so great. Did you ever see Legend? Legend. The legend is Tom Hardy. I think it's like set in the '60s. He plays like twin gangsters. Yes, I saw it. Oh, so good. I do. Okay, yeah. They're Sorry, twins. We shifted, this, we shifted to a movie. But that's what we do it. here. Before it's, you do that, yeah. Okay. The third one, Six Feet Under. Did you guys ever watch that? Yeah, I did watch really Six Feet okay. Six Feet Under is probably my my third, and that was one that I was totally invested in. That was I think by the time show. I got into it, it was actually already like done with, but I was able to like just binge watch the whole thing. I definitely had a cr- uh, crush on Claire. Yeah. 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 And also, like, uh, the guy that played Dexter, I don't know his name. Michael C. Hall. Yeah, Michael C. Hall. This is but birthday like, today. <laughs> what? Why do you know all these people? Do you have a calendar? Okay. Okay. No, 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 no. This, this is, is why crazy. I get on IMDb every single day oh, and I geez. read movie news because yeah. I'm a movie nut. Okay. And, that's and so that's part of the deal. Okay. <laughs> I was just so like, like ha, you gotta have a desk calendar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh,. Yeah, his his character. Because I'm a sad, sad little man. <laughs> his character in Six Feet Under, and then to like take your mindset off of that, and then to who he was in Dexter. Like, Dexter was another show that was like really good, and then it, it, it just spun off. out of control. Yeah, it just got too crazy. I got know? a funny story about Dexter. All right, so our boy Jeff Lamlet. When he and I lived together on Jones Street, right next to you. I probably got him in the Dexter, I think. Probably, yeah. probably. Uh, we were watching the season with a uh, John Lithgow. Yep. Yeah. Fucking scary as fuck, John Lithgow. Oh my god, such a good villain. Great villain in that show, great villain in the movie Cliffhanger. Side note. Um, So it was super early in the morning. We both had to go to work and we brewed, uh, well, I brewed like this jacked up light roast coffee. We were both drinking it. We're, We're like, oh, let's watch a couple episodes of Dexter together before we go to work. And halfway through it, he looks at me and he's like, man, I don't know if I can watch this. I think I'm having a little bit of a panic attack. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so glad you said something. Turn it off. We we're both clammy, just like so wrapped up in it. And it was just too much like he's going to get caught and John Lithgow's going to skin him alive. And like all the, it was too much. Well written show. It should have ended on that season. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it followed for another three seasons after that. Oh, but I only, yeah, I only got to that point. Boy, the um, last thing I thought I was going to hear on this podcast was a fucking reference to Cliffhanger. That was fucking strange. Yeah. Dude, Cliffhanger's a great movie. By the way, I, I don't know if I agree with you there. Oh, it's an excellent movie. <laughs> he's getting the shit kicked out of him, and he's about to die, and he knows it, and this guy's like kicking him off a cliff. Cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, I, I can't remember the line exactly, but I loved it. And he's just like, you know, you might kill me today and kick my ass but you'll always be an asshole <laughs> like I love that that's like some Clint Eastwood shit you know and it stuck with my fourth grade brain is it the I guy that it. was in like Walking Dead and shit? yes yeah, yeah. yes Merle yeah. and Walking yeah. Dead oh, and he, was, uh, he was in Mallrats too he was in Mallrats <laughs> too he got the stink palm he got the fucking stink palm that's the second game. time we've referenced the Kevin Smith movie yeah. alright so uh, a commonality that we've experienced amongst uh, Omaha Talks guests is a love for the TV series Goldbergs <clears throat> and so I got into Goldbergs because of Nick and he told me about it okay. I've seen you know uh, Jeff what's his name Jeff the guy that's in Kirby Enthusiasm or yeah. 
Oh God, I don't know. Jeff Garland. Garland. Jeff Garland. I always saw like the 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 pictures of it. And I'm like, that looked cool, and he's funny. You know, I'm sure I probably. But enjoy trying it. to push a sitcom in the 21st century is kind of tricky. Oh yeah, especially if, if the Seinfeld generation. Like that's what blew my mind about the Goldbergs was that when I started watching it, I was just like, man, this is funny, but it's not. It's not offensive in any way. No. It's like clean It's wholesome. Humor. Yeah, it's wholesome humor. And you, like, you give me a show like that, I mean like, I've been ruined by television. Right. But you give me a show like The Goldbergs and you can make me laugh that often. Oh my god. It's TGIF. It's so good. And Barry Goldberg, I've said it once, I'll say it a hundred times, Barry Goldberg is my spirit animal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do a lot of good things. Yeah. I can do kung fu. I rap great. I'll be talk I'll like be going on a rant with my wife and she's like, "Oh, I get it." She's like, "You are Barry Goldberg. <laughs> She's like, there's a little bit of Barry Goldberg in, you, you in, just, in every young man, but you carry... You just really wanted to call you Big Tasty. And big she's tasty. not going to do it, right? And big Tasty. <laughs> and I love how this show, like in the first season, you don't get a ton of Barry. Mm-hmm. And then as the series progresses, it's like, oh, this is the Barry Goldberg show. Like, everyone in that everyone on that cast is just so good. So good. So hilarious. Okay, so the youngest actor that plays uh, Adam. Adam, I... I uh, I had to see these characters out of character, and we've all seen uh, the mom. She was on Reno 911, and she was on an episode of Mark Maron's podcast, which is really interesting. Oh, I haven't heard that really, one. Really, really good. And Jeff, we've seen on other shit. You know, sure. we've gotten a, a loving spoonful of him on, uh, gotta be a better way to say that, on uh, Curbing Enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and uh, but the Adam kid, I'm like, what is this kid really like? You know, like, is he, because Barry is soft-spoken and just whatever. God damn it. I don't, can't recall his real name. But I just watched these guys' interviews on, like, Conan and other late shows. And the kid that plays Adam, it, he is Adam Goldberg. Like, oh, really? no, there's no difference. Like, he's not, like, a, a super savvy, smart-ass kid that's just a really good actor. No, he was cast very well because he is Adam Goldberg. Whoever the casting director for that show is, bravo. Wow. Yeah, because this kid, like, is super polite, you know, and Conan's, like, ribbing him, and Conan's friendly, you know. But, uh, no, this kid, like, like listeners, check it out if you're into the show Goldberg's. This kid, he's just like a sweet kid, you know, and not at all, not at all different from the character whatsoever. Yeah. But, uh, and I think that that, like, people our age, you know, we're in our 30s, mm-hmm. that show speaks to us volumes. Volume, you know I mean? yes. Yeah, it's like everything that we loved about the late 80s and early 90s. Yeah, it, like, it, I mean, it really, like, strikes a chord with our nostalgia. I mean, and it's the same way that The Wonder Years was for our parents. Absolutely. Like, it, it absolutely strikes that chord. It's just, like, a really good, funny sitcom that has a lot of, like, really good emotional, you know, drama points in it that, I mean, like, spoiler alert, when Barry and Laney broke up, like, dude, like, that kind of fucked with me. I was just like, man. I haven't gotten there yet, so. Oh, oh spoiler alert. <laughs> I saw it coming. Spoiler alert, son of a bitch. But <laughs> Barry, when he, I think it was maybe in the second season when he, he thinks that he figures it out that she's too good for him. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my God, dude. I just love that the kid is so like, good. That yeah. there's a Breakfast Club episode and a Ferris Bueller's Day episode. Uh, yeah. A Weird yeah, Science yeah. episode. Yeah. 89 Batman episode. There's yes. like so many references to things that I 
loved or still like you know loved about that era and right. it just brings it all up and it, it's just so good I they're mean, doing a 90s special and they are yeah oh, so yeah the, the the principal it's a spinoff of the principal and his family did you know that no, I yeah, didn't. Yeah, so it's the principal who... He was the ladies' man? I can't remember what his SNL. name is. Yeah, I can't remember what his name is. Uh, he played oh, the fuck. ladies' man. Uh, uh, he is Tim, uh, yeah. Tim Meadows. Tim Meadows. Yeah, yeah, Tim Tim Meadows. Meadows. Yeah. So it's a spinoff <laughs> to the 90s of the Goldbergs, but it's Tim Meadows and then a, t- a couple of new actors that I've never heard of, but it's like his wife and his daughter, and it's like a spinoff of the no Goldbergs. No shit. Yeah. And God bless Tim Meadows. He is incredibly funny. Fucking incredible, dude. Yeah. That guy Better was on SNL for like eight years. Mm-hmm. And the ladies' man movie. Did you guys ever see that? Yeah, it was fucking fantastic. It's uh, it's you know it's the humor that you would expect it to be. But yes, it well, is fucking. Fantastic. What was the last good Saturday Night Live? Ba- oh, maybe McGruber. McGruber was good. McGruber yeah, McGruber was, was good. That was a lot. <laughs> of fun. I have a crazy design story that nobody probably is gonna give a shit about. But McGruber, um, I actually holy shit, I remember this. There's a little like blip in time where I worked on uh, soundtracks. A fucking game! No, well, in games, too, but I worked on a soundtrack for uh, Zombieland. Yes. And then I did the soundtrack layout for the MacGruber soundtrack. Yeah. And we did this, like, little pixel, like, kind of like 80s Nintendo pixel game. The game? MacGruber. Yeah. yeah. I never watched the movie, though. I mean, I'm MacGruber. You know, it's so I interesting, just... Brandon, and doing this show together, and even Nick, like, I... I didn't know who you were when Brand's like, yeah, my buddy's coming over to do this show in the weekend. I'm like, oh, yeah, we fucking yeah, met we before. Met long ago. Yeah, it, uh, it's so funny, the synchronicity of things. And that's how you know that you're where you're supposed to be. Exactly. <laughs> synchronicity. Yep. But, yeah, Goldberg's. Um, I, well, <laughs> He's like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Put your crystals away, Parker. <laughs> hey. hey. Don't say that, Missy. Whoa! This episode. <laughs> um, several crystals just exploded, and I have like several in here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, uh, Nick and our friend Lewis went to Colorado in September just as like a bro trip to just go hang out and get tattooed and hang out, and we spent a majority of our time because Nick had just got uh, done with surgery for your gallbladder. Yeah, yeah. all that. And so he wasn't like feeling very good most of the trip, so we honestly spent a majority of our time at the Airbnb just watching Goldbergs. And it was the best time it of my life. So solid. Good. It was yeah. awesome. It was a lot of fun. It's almost like a fail safe. You know, my wife and I have the baby. You know, so it's a lot of TV watching, sitting around. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a fail safe. Like we'll look around for a new movie or documentary or something stimulating, and then you're just tired as fuck. And it's like, oh, put on some Goldbergs. But if if you're just looking for something fun, can I re- recommend the new Cat Williams stand-up on Netflix if you haven't seen it I've yet? I've already watched the first half. I plan on finishing the rest of it. I love Cat Williams. You know, I really do, Cat too. Williams is funny as fuck. Some of his shit is hit and miss, but this new stand-up was incredibly solid. I mean, like, the you probably already seen this part where he talks about just getting older. Yes. And he's like, when you were young, <laughs> you in order to get hurt, you had to have an accident. He's like, when you get older, I was talking to my buddy, saw him in like a cast around his ribs, and I was just like, what happened to you? And he's just like, uh, well, what happened was I had fucked around and I yawned too hard. <laughs> yeah. That's what happened. Just broke all my ribs. Which is... <laughs> Totally ironic because okay, so uh, another friend of mine, second time we mentioned him, Jeff Lamlet, knows that I love Cat Williams stand up, and he sent me a text from that uh, special hit, and he's like, "Oh, Cat Williams special hit, it's great, you gotta watch it," and I just 
He's not a big Cat Williams fan, so I sent him the link to the video on YouTube of Cat Williams fighting the little kid. (laughs) (laughs) Which is so hard to watch. It happened like a year ago. Yeah, and Jeff had never seen it before, and he was just like, oh, what the fuck? So it's funny, like, maybe that. I have a special place in my heart for stand-up. I mean, I've loved it for so long. I have a Dave Chappelle tattoo. I mean, like, that dude is just, like, the end-all be-all. Master. Yeah, he was just the master. What was the woman uh, comedian that you showed? Ali Wong. No, Ali Wong. Ali Wong. Wong is that is hilarious. Yeah, Her baby, special when she's yeah, pregnant yeah, as hell. Baby Cobra. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my it, God. It is hilarious. And she's she's on the road like crazy. But I've checked Funny Bone's schedule lately. See, I'm a Joey Coco Diaz fanatic. He's my mm-hmm. favorite modern comic right now. I saw him at Funny Bone, had a quick conversation with him. Fucking great guy. Tremendous. It's tremendous. <laughs> but uh, next time you come on, Nick, we're definitely going to talk more about stand-up comedy because we didn't even touch on that. Yeah, absolutely. But we got to conclude this not-so-shorty yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, I got to go home and... Uh, and breastfeed, but yeah. uh, baby, baby. That's right. But Nick, man, thank you for coming on. This is fun as hell. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, Brandon. You got anything to throw in there? No, nope. I got something to throw in there. Okay. We just got T-shirts. We picked them up today. So if anybody is interested in an Omaha Talks T-shirt, and we'll have pictures and all that shit posted, um, let us know. Uh, come and hang out. And uh, we also have the Patreon account going on. So if you enjoy this show and want to throw us a couple pennies, that would be cool. All that money just goes to um, better snacks and uh, better beer for our guests and further merchandise. So uh, we're not we're not Scrooge Mc, McDuck. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. any of that money. I mean, so I mean, Nick brought his own beer this time. Nick brought his own beer, and he's not the first guest to do so. So and, and if, I drank a couple of them. Exactly. Yeah. So we're drinking our guest beer. So if you are a fan of this podcast and you want to dish out a couple pennies, that's cool. If not, just keep listening, and uh, we'll check in with you next time. <laughs>